Hi, welcome to the Crypto Lifer Show with your host, the Crypto Lifer, aka Sam Price. Here on the show, we like to talk about crypto gains, changing your life, saving money, and making proper financial decisions. We also like to bring in a high-frequency state of mind here and a collective that pushes you forward to help you find your own goals and helps you center your own chi so you can get where you want to go in life. Come on in to the Crypto Lifer Show. And we're going live. I would talk right. to you in the middle of the night on a boat in the middle of nowhere because me and you, I just, man, I, I, we need more people like you in this world. And I really, really appreciate what you do. Um, right. I well, listen, I'm not, I'm not in the middle of nowhere anymore. Yep. Um, but let me tell you what's, what happened. Okay. So we left America um, on the 17th of January because they formed, uh, they convened a grand jury on the 22nd that I knew it was coming. Uh, How did you know that? How did you know? See, I, I know your story and I'm going to let you tell it. How did you know that? I'm John fucking McAfee. Listen, I, I started the first computer and still the largest and most um, competent computer security company in the fucking world. Now, do you think I could start a computer security company if I did not know how to break security. No. I mean, would you buy a safe from a company that could not crack safes? Also, you worked for NASA. You worked for Lockheed. Yeah. You worked for Xerox. A lot of people don't I, know I cut, my, I cut my teeth on security at NASA in 1969 at NASA. Yep. Institute for Space Studies. I was working on the Tyros Weather Satellite Program. Now, keep in mind, why was that important? Weather prediction for military commanders. If you know there's a storm coming in the middle of the goddamn Pacific and your enemy is coming into it, and you know five days in advance, then fuck me, you're going to win. So anyway, so they were so concerned, they, NASA, that the Russians... <laughs> would get access to the information and catch up with us because America had the world's first weather satellite. I did all the goddamn data reduction for that thing. This is so I learned about security there. And that was 1969. It's now 2020. Please, God, people, if anybody knows me, it's me. Yeah. Now, again, like I said, you wouldn't buy a fucking safe from a manufacturer. They said, hey, can you crack everybody else's safe? Now I, now, I don't know about it. Say cracking. It then. I'm not buying it then. Yep. 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 Well, I fuck no. And I was the only goddamn company for five years because nobody could compete with me. And I'm going to tell you, if I want to know something, I'm going to give a flying fuck. Well, okay, caveat. Since 2012, if I want to know something that was spoken in front of a fucking cell phone, you get location and approximate time, and I will listen to the fucking conversation. Well, so can the CIA, the NSA, and probably 600 other agencies in this world yeah. get a clue people without no more privacy. So anyway, of course, I am going to know if, <laughs> if something involves me, it's easy. Yeah. It's a name, John McAfee. There are too many of just John McAfee's. What was that like running through the night that night? Like when you knew you had to go out of Lexington? Like I just, I, I vicariously lived through you all the time. North Carolina. We're living in North Carolina. North Carolina it was scary. Yeah. Well, it was really scary because we saw it assembling. They were ready. Because you can be in a goddamn grand jury. You're always guilty. 100% of the time in That's grand it. juries, they, they deliver an indictment. So we knew it was coming. 
they coming. We saw their trucks with these god. Hang on, this is in <laughs> Hadras Island in the middle of the goddamn winter. No tourists, nothing. And suddenly this goddamn green and brown painted uh, vehicle shop with satellite dishes on the top. How, well, not the big fuckers, but, you know, how stupid. So in any case. That's, that's really, like, that makes me feel a little good. They're not as uh, as covert as you. Bahamas. <laughs> we went to the Bahamas because there's no income tax. We were just running. We were so open and above board. Everyone yep. knew where we were. Bahamas has no income tax, so it's not a crime. Not Exuma. Exuma, right? Like. But we knew they were coming. So uh, I discovered three days in advance that uh, Paul Roll, the commissioner of police for the Bahamas, had been paid 75 grand by the CIA or, I, I can't say, the CIA. Yeah, we don't know. Um, be representing something willing to pay 75 grand just to arrest me on anything. Beating up an old lady, spitting on who gives a shit. <laughs> One time, I'm now an undesirable. I'm no longer in the international law thing of extradition, which they cannot extradite me for a crime that's not a crime in the Bahamas. <laughs> but yep. they can sure fuck save me somewhere. They can make up a crime. God damn criminal, right? And according to Bahamian law, you're arrested, you're fucking undesirable. Yep. So now, we left. But before I left, I outed Paul Roll, the commissioner of police, gave his private bank account, name, <laughs> number, every goddamn for two years. And, listen to this, withdrawals of $11,000 a week, every fucking week, on a salary of $18,000 a year. Now, please, people, run some numbers. So I gave that to the newspapers. We left for Cuba on the boat. Took us uh, two days. Got to Cuba. Headlines in Nassau are now Paul Rolls sues John McAfee for defamation of character. Well, fuck you, I could care less. We're in Cuba for a month and a half. A government military contingent comes and picks up Janice and I at the dock where our yacht is. Tells us nothing. Takes us into a military barracks. A general comes in. I can't speak jack shit of English, which is fine. But he has a translator who speaks perfect English, a young woman. Pretty sure they're fucking. Uh, so we're at the army barracks, and a general comes in and says to the translator, said, um, Mr. McAfee, the United States has asked us unofficially um, to return you to America. We are disinclined to do so. However, you do understand now what an embarrassment you are to us just by being in our country. Could you please leave within 72 hours? And I said, we're in a fucking boat. It's going to take days to get ready for sea. Um, they come by twice say, Mr. McAfee, are you sure you're going to be gone in 43 hours? Uh, Mr. McAfee, are you sure you're going to be gone in 29 hours? And I'm going, listen, if I have to fucking swim to Haiti, I'm out of here. Don't. Are these, yeah. these pictures I see of you with your shirt off in the, remember you, you said you somehow smuggled the camera in there. Is that those, is that that same time period, right? Where I, there's like some pictures of you, you're hanging out and you're in this detention center. This one. So they give us 72 hours. We leave. We're four days at sea going to the Dominican Republic. Told nobody we're going there. We pull into port. There are 200 special forces soldiers surrounding the whole goddamn harbor. They jump on our boat, arrest every one of us, and say, Mr. McAfee, you have to go home to America. 
Um, however, oh, Jesus God, I'm not. Okay, I know where I am. I know what's happened. I managed to get word to two lawyers who show up instantly because lawyers are like fucking ambulance chasers. I mean, like the green goddamn flash. There they are. Nope. We're here. I say, I want you to file a brief with the courts here in the Dominican Republic demanding that John McAfee has his day in court before you send me anywhere. No. Mm-hmm. Turn it down. Do you understand? Before you join me anywhere. I'm in the national news now. John McAfee is in the kind of trouble and so he wants court assistance. And the courts are going to go, nah, fuck you. No, they had to do it. Mm-hmm. it. took four days. After the fourth day, the lawyers come in with a writ saying, you may do nothing with Mr. McAfee until he is seen and judged by the Dominican courts. Well, fuck me, that's the end of their game. Because they had cheated, lied, and everything just to get, they had broken every fucking Dominican and international law, not allowing us to talk to customs and then charging us with failure to declare to customs. And in order to satisfy everybody, since this is a big case for them, there were 15 people filming this from 15 different angles, all of which went into the goddamn record. Now, when they came in with that writ, we were released from Janice and I and my staff from a, listen, I, I've been in jails all over the world. Um, most of them are a lot of fun. Yep. But <laughs> I would not recommend a Dominican public jail under the worst of all circumstances. Um, but anyway, so they released us from that, took us to the airport, to the VIP room reserved for heads of states, of visiting presidents, uh, dictate, what, what the fuck have you, served by people with white gloves and fucking tuxedos, caviar, and, and with a contingent, a fucking contingent of soldiers making sure that nothing happened to me until I got on that goddamn plane and out of their country. Now, I said, they said, where, Mr. So, Mr. McAfee, please tell us where you want to go. And they paid for the ticket. Have you ever heard of that? No. I've been deported from nine countries. They paid for the ticket. They paid for my goddamn ticket. First class, Janice and I, to London. Now, on the plane, I say, Janice, baby, we cannot run forever. We can't do it. We're going to have to go in hiding. Now, running is cool. We have cell phones. Everybody knows where we're all. We're standing on a beach in the Exumas saying, we're standing on a beach in the Exumas. Come and get me, motherfuckers. But the CIA and the American government is, god damn it, they're a little faster than I anticipated. I escaped Bahamas. I escaped Cuba. But I did not escape the Dominican Republic, which meant we're probably maybe not going to escape the next one. So for seven months, not even, our family, not Janice's sisters, mother, father, children, our best friends have a fucking clue where we are. And since I am John McAfee and I'm communicating to you electronically and we no longer own telephones, I promise you no one will ever find us until I'm ready to be found. And so here we are, and that's my story, and I am sticking to it, people. Thank you very much. I just find <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> By the way, um, 
Now, I just have a few questions I wanted to get out the way, and I, and I also want this to flow as natural as possible. Like, what got you into computers? Your dad was an alcoholic, right, as I research, and I don't want to get too deep, but, and I know he did some, you went through some pain. He, I mean, as a young guy, you lost your father pretty young, right? Yes. And what got you into computers, you know? How did you like, what made you dabble with that? And it, Cause it was so different from anyone. I mean, now anyone could have gotten into computers, but you like, that was very, very extreme, very, you know, very unique, very weird for someone of your age to do that, you know? Well, I will tell you the story as unlikely as the story seems. It was 1968. I was in graduate school at Virginia Polytechnic Institute studying arcane, uh, back alleys of mathematics. Math has always come easy to me. That's why I do it. I'm a lazy motherfucker. I never had to study it. Never had to think. Got straight A's. I know, which is why computing. Because what is computing? It's fucking mathematics. It's Boolean. Goddamn algebra people. Um, you know, first year grad school shit. That's it. So now, I'm in grad school. I am looking for a summer job. Um, I got two offers. One was for an actuary for State Farm Insurance, paying $720 a month. The other was from General Electric as a programmer trainee, paying $750 fucking dollars a month. Only problem was it was not temporary. Okay. So I lost. I lied, and I took the extra $30. Of course. Uh, as you, too, had you been back then, because $30 a month in 1968. Well, fuck me. And that would get you laid three times. So now. Um, I'll still so take now, an extra $30 today. <laughs> I could buy some so, Bitcoin with it. You know? That was it. And at General Electric, I was put uh, on a job automating Australia Iron and Steels, Port Campbell's New South Wales Rolling Mill, the most complex computing problem of that day. Well, because I was a math major and it came easy to me, I looked at it and go, fuck me. I never went back to grad school. Never went back. I stayed at GE for only about five months. Then I moved to NASA because I realized, McAfee, you're pretty goddamn good. And so did GE and so did everybody else. Something weird in my fucking brain. I don't know what it is. I can read a program that takes many people weeks. I just flash through it three minutes and I see the entire fucking thing in three God, because really programming is multidimensional. Believe me, I see it. It's a, it's a physical thing. I'm going, oh, well, here's what's wrong. This should be connected here. And it's like there's a I, map in your brain. Which makes yeah, it, well, like, as you place things, and then you're able to just decide what has to be done. Two, two years after my programming job uh, at General Electric, I was making $30,000 a year. Do you understand that that is equivalent of almost three quarters of a million dollars today oh, wow. per year? Why? I was fucking worth it. I became, for a very short time, a legend of programming. You still so are. I got you still are. Job, not really. I used to be, but I got any fucking job I wanted, and I got what I fucking asked for. 
I moved to NASA immediately because I knew five months of GE. Listen, the people at Port Kembla, New South Wales, they were screaming throughout the world, God damn, this program on McAfee, you're not going to believe what he's fucking done. Let me explain something about steel mills that you may not know. Mm -hmm. Prior to 1968, they were run manually, and it was an art. There's no goddamn science. They're the highest paid professionals in the world. And let me tell you why. What's a steel mill? The rowers. You got these massive rowers, and you've got a flat bar of steel, maybe 12 feet long and 4 feet wide and three feet thick and it goes on a uh, a carrier a roller that rolls through these massive rolls that slowly compress it comes in at one speed comes out a little bit faster why well fuck me it's thinner it has to come out faster you put 30 of these things together it's coming in at three miles an hour and going out at 75 mm. you have things called flying shears that at the end, that cut it into pieces of 15 to feet long, that long, that fly along with it, snip it, fly back, and fly. That, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, was managed by the human fucking mind and the art of fingers and touch. I mean, it was unbelievable. Still, accidents happened. The rollers would break if they were came down too fast or too hard, and replacing them was a quarter of a million fucking dollars. Errors cost Australia iron and steel eighty million dollars a year. Human errors, mm -hmm. but yet you had to have them. And God damn it, the fact they did it at all was a miracle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I automated that entire fucking process. Not me personally. I was in, okay, after two months, they made me project manager. And word just got around. There's this magic, whatever, how's he doing this shit? So I moved to NASA because they contacted me. They asked me to come up and talk about data reduction. I, I didn't know what data reduction, why are you asking me? Well, I said, yeah, here's how you do it. They gave me an offer of a job three times my salary at General Electric to move to New York. Fuck yeah, I'm a young man. I'm three years old. I'm 22. I'm 22. Yes. New York City, you mean? Oh, hell yes. So I did. Worked for NASA. What was data reduction? The world's first weather satellite. Well, that's how I got into security. And from there, the rest is fucking history. Now, one thing I want to point out here is how conscious you are of what you say and how you act. Just then you were saying... I automated. No, it wasn't me. It was a team. You're always like, you're not some, I don't know. I just, I follow your words a lot, what you say a lot. Very conscious of what you say. I actually learn from you a lot. Sometimes I need to learn to be a little more quiet, to think a little better. And I just, I like how articulate you are and how you don't, oh, I did it. No, no, I didn't do it. I did it with a team. Even those years ago, you're conscious of everything you're saying. Um, another thing is you worked for Lockheed for a little while, right? Is that was a small portion, of, a very small section of your life, but about three years. But that's interesting yeah. to me, you know, considering like you know, I think of Lockheed, I think of like Halliburton, I think of a lot of government ties. I think you know, uh, do you still have friends from that era? I am guilty. Listen, I'm a young man. I'm a young man. I'm at Lockheed. Let's see, nineteen. Let me figure this out for you guys. <laughs> I think I was four years old, nineteen eighty-eight, something like that. I was. 
I was 40 years old when I started walking. Still a young man. I said before people, right? That was half a lifetime ago for me, but I was 40. Untutored in the arts of life. What I, was, I, I was two. <laughs> See, yeah. my grandchild, I keep saying children, I am the oldest one out here. You had better goddamn listen to me. Yeah. Because you're going astray. That's why I'm you're streaming going, you. That's why I'm streaming. Yeah. You are going astray. And if I could reach through this fucking camera and spank you all, I would have <laughs> because you all fucking need it. That story. I, I, I rant sometimes. No, That's fine. So, I do too. So I'm 40. I don't really know. What have I done? Technology? God damn, I'm one of the best in the world. I'm pretty charismatic, so I have women out the kazoo. See, I'm like a fuck back then, back then, <laughs> 40, 35 years ago, I was like a goddamn rock star in the tech community. And while there were few women in the tech community, they gravitated to the fucking rock star. So I had more pussy than God. I had well, more money than God. Well, that's the, no one, no one, everyone thinks of rock stars and, you know, rappers, but the social media network, that movie I did see, it did show you, you know, Justin Timberlake played um, one of the Napster head and it did show you how they were, you know, cocaine parties and they showed you how, the life of a high end tech guy. You know, girls know they're smart girls. They want to be with smart guys. They know where the money's at. Like, it, you just have to have a buzz about you. Some, a bit of success. Right. Right? Rock and roll singers don't know shit about partying. Why? Because techies got the best fucking drugs. Mm. Because who are part of the techie crowd? Mm. The goddamn chemists. <laughs> and those those chemists, they knew some shit. I mean, keep in mind, it, it was Owsley and people like that that bought LSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy Larry, right? The boss man, you know? Ken Kesey. Right. It's the same era, people. So yeah. now, well, my dad, my dad's forty six, nineteen forty six, and he's told me tons and tons. Of, I've sat with him, so I don't. I'm not going to say I know anything, but I just, you know, I've been infused with that era. And uh, every day, he tells me a story from you know the forties, seventies, sixties. You know. Yes. Okay. So now, okay. So please forgive me because that's all I've done. I never looked at myself. I never looked at politics. Why bother? Who gives a shit? I'm doing well. However, so at Lockheed, I was offered, obviously, I'm still at that point, one of the rock stars. I was there just a short period of time, and, and, and I was approached by the CIA um, for the possibility of a black program. Now, if you I've never heard this. Black, I've never heard this. I've never heard this. This is exclusive right here. I don't remember told anybody. But you know what a black program is, right? Yeah, I mean, did you have Q clearance? Did you have Q clearance? Were you getting into, you know... Secret. Uh... Let me tell the story, people. Now, so, um, black programs are programs that just don't exist. Congress doesn't know they exist. The president doesn't know they exist. There's no paper trail to them. And inside black programs are some shit, people. You will not believe it is the bowels of military research. So I was approached first first couple of months I was at Lockheed. I knew I was being watched. I could, this is strange. People coming in asking questions. What the fuck, man? I got work to do. Um, so yeah, they said, all you need is security clearance. And we're going to move you out to Georgia. I go, yeah, okay. I don't know what's involved in that. No. So I get the standard clearance questions. And they ask things like, you ever 
Have you ever taken drugs? Yeah. What kind? <laughs> everything. I mean, if you can name something I haven't taken, I, I everything. Did you ever deal drugs? Ever sell drugs? Yeah. I mean, fuck me. I supported myself for a couple of years selling drugs. Very lucrative. Did you ever cheat on your wife? Uh, which one? I've cheated on all of them. And, in fact, if you grew up... Anyway, this is how it went. So I went back to my civilian boss, the boss at Lockheed. That's a civilian boss. I lost that boss very quickly and said, it ain't happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had no clue. I thought they were going to ask me about my political beliefs or something. Mm -hmm. Or do I love America? So, but, so I said, trust me, no clearance is coming. Two weeks later, top secret security clearance. Okay, so, oh, fucking figure, people. I mean, duh, who would give John fucking McAfee, the wife cheater, not wife beater, but certainly wife cheater, drug taker, drug selling, um, masturbator, viewer of pornography, frequenter of prostitutes, because these are the questions they goddamn ask me. You ever watch pornography? Well, yes, duh, who doesn't? But if you had the mind, if you had a beautiful mind, so to speak, right, that many other people didn't have, I'm just saying, like, they had no choice. No, I told the truth because you can't lie to those motherfuckers. I just took one look at them and go, there ain't no lying to these people. <laughs> just tell them what yeah. they want to fucking know. Yeah. I don't want to be water. So anyway, so now, um, I got my clearance. Two days later, um... I got my clearance. There's a negotiator. I said, I ain't moving to Georgia. And they go, but we told you it was in Georgia. I said, no, I ain't moving there. I like it here. You said, I'm working there. That doesn't mean I'm fucking. So after the negotiation, the negotiation was this. I worked there for five days. They fly me back. First fucking class. Now, I'm 20. What? No, I'm 30. No, I'm 40. Still, please, God, people paying me first class just because I'm arrogant enough to want to come home in weekends and party with my friends in Santa Clara, California, please. Yet, that's what they do. And so, if they do it for fucking me, imagine what they do for senators and uh, congressmen, and presidents, uh, chiefs of staff. Oh, so, God. So, sorry to interrupt, but lately you've been saying a lot of things uh no i've been seeing a lot in the last two to three weeks you've been saying uh a president comes in and out every four to eight years it's a revolving door if you were the head of united states security me even would i give a person who comes in and out every four to eight years the keys to the city no 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 so like why are we all acting like we're living in a world that's it's not real Right? Like, yeah. fake. You understand? We're watching a charade, people. Now, listen, I have many friends my age. Uh, I prefer them, quite frankly. We, we're awake a little more than you people, and we do think because uh, there's nothing else to do but look backwards. You understand? You guys are looking forwards. You're not missing your life. We're just looking backwards. And so we're putting our lives together, do you understand? Yeah, you're piecing we're together years of experience. Who the yeah. fuck we are and how the fuck we got here. We can't look forward. There ain't nothing there but the grave, people. And it's so fun to look at. Okay. So we're looking backwards. So, so what we can... talk about pricks out there who are asleep, our fucking grandchildren. Oh, please, God. But what we do talk about is 
It's a charade. Yeah. And why can't our children fucking see it? Well, some people get it. Some people I can get to. Some people I can get to. Like, they half hear me. I'm already there. Like, you, 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 like, liked, you retweeted me like three years ago. I put something up on Twitter and you retweeted me and I, I got, I was like, oh man, I love that guy, you know? And I sort of, I've been following you probably for about seven or eight years now, you know, just gaining more knowledge about you. And, uh, you know, people, some people will think I'm crazy. Oh, you follow John Mack. And I, and I say, you know, I don't think you know the man. I don't think you know the man the way I see it. And also, like, what can we, what can we, so there's some people that don't get, they're not where we're at, you, you know? And what can we do to these, like, people that are halfway there? What can they do to help support? true freedom you know if, if we can get them to half listen what can we kind of coax them to do you know you get what i'm saying because they're not all the way there but we need them a little bit so like what can we get them to do to help support freedom you know all right i'm going to tell you the absolute truth and i'll start with me now do not under any circumstances attempt what i do which is i'm on the fucking run i refuse to pay taxes i told the government I ain't paying. Ten fucking years I haven't paid. It's unconstitutional. Um, I didn't have any trouble really until two years ago when I told everybody else, use cryptocurrency, distributed exchanges, and privacy coins. Don't pay your taxes. They will never fucking know. Well, that pissed off the government. Don't do that because you do not have the experience that I have to keep your ass out of jail. But you can stand up at a fucking basketball game and speak your mind. You're not going to go to jail. You're not going to lose a limb. You're not going to get fired. You might get laughed at. You might get applauded. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Tell the truth as you see it. I get a lot of shit for telling the truth. I really do. I get a lot of shit from friends, family. I always kind of want to I want to be conscious. I'm sick of living in a world where we're all like zombies, right? So when I see a zombie thing, I point it out and everyone's like, oh, not today, not right now. We want to watch the football game or we want to do this. And and I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, is anybody awake? You know, like I know my cryptocurrency friends are awake. You have an obligation to continue standing up, my friend. doesn't matter if people listen. It's what you do that matters. It's not what they do. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. People, I put my life on the line, and so does my wife, Janice, at every fucking moment to tell loudly as much as we can the truth as we see it. And if you can't carry a fucking sign down a street risking you nothing more than ridicule, then fuck you, children, and I will find your ass and spank you. Because you need spanking. Stand up in basketball games, football games, on a goddamn street corner, get a soapbox, wear a sign. What is uh, the alternative? Stream on YouTube with John McAfee. <laughs> no, the, you know. the alternative is to continue sitting on that fucking sofa until you become the sofa and the goddamn television that you're watching. And you are either enthralled by CNN and horrified by Fox, or enthralled by Fox and horr. It's yeah, it's no one or the other. Yeah, it's, I, I'm yo. It's like you're talking to. Me. I go into my house, and my mother. It's my father's on the. He's in the. He's into the CNN. It's someone's being brainwashed. We have time for one more question. 
Okay, so here we go too, is um, your decks. You're putting all the congressmen on the decks. I, I, I'm, I'm understanding how you're putting everyone on the decks, right? And now if I like a congressman more, I tried to explain it to my friend earlier today and he said I really would like to see this explained. If I like um, Elizabeth Warren more than Bernie Sanders and I buy the coin, right? Then other people buy the coin? Is it, we're saying like people will buy the coin with their interests? Let me explain how this works. Every American voter is going to get an email from us. Hopefully, this is very difficult. There are 153 million voters. It's hard to cross-reference. But if we can get 100,000 of you motherfuckers to sign up, then you go on a website and you vote. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I want a Bernie Sanders coin. I'm voting for him. You get that coin. Someone else, because you can't vote for more than one senator, more than one. I'm sorry. I wish we could do that. But that's your tokens. You're voting tokens for a Okay, so you get a, I get it now. You get a specific amount of voting tokens. We won. No, you get one vote. You get one vote. People. Okay. No, we're missing that token on our exchange at one penny. Ah, so if the penny. more people vote. You can get a fucking penny for it, right? So, so now, all right, so now so more people vote. You all have the tokens. But let's say... You get disenchanted with Bernie and go, well, fuck you. I want a Nancy Pelosi token. You go on the exchange and say, I got a goddamn Bernie token. And if I got Nancy Pelosi, and again, listen, Nancy Pelosi, uh, is one Nancy Pelosi is worth five Bernie tokens. If you got five, I'll be happy to give you Nancy Pelosi. Or you can make a fifth of a token. You choose. How do you Just get the other four Bernie tokens, though, if you only have one token? You have to buy it? or No, no, hang on. You've got the token. You get one token. Yeah, you get one token for a congressman. One token, but it's for a specific. You vote right now, people. That's your vote. You don't wait till later. You've got the list. Who do you want? I'll take a Bernie Sanders. I'll take a President Trump, and I'll take uh, whatever. Okay. But if, if Nancy just hypothetically is five Bernie Sanders, how do you perform Bernie Sanders? That's what I'm trying to figure out. No, no, no. Please, God, this is cryptocurrency. You can divide a token up into a billion pieces if you want. Mm -hmm. You get a billionth of a token. So you sell him a, a, a fifth of yours. You, know, you sell them point zero, you point .2 Nancy Pelosi tokens. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tokens. Okay, you know, there you sell. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would get point .2 Nancy. Okay, I got you now. Yeah. You don't have to sell one token. No, goddamn. No, sell a millionth of a token if you want. That's the beauty of it. And a caveat to this, Bitcoin will be added in two weeks to the McAfee decks. I think I heard that on your live stream from Omar. Uh, Absolutely. That's going to change weeks. the game, I think, right? I mean... We'll be the first decks with Bitcoin, the first decks with absolutely no listen fees, the first decks that can't ever be shut down because I chose to implement it on the goddamn blockchain as smart contracts. So if the SEC ever does catch up with me, or fucking people, I can't shut it down. Nobody can. It's your forever. It's my gift to you, children. And I don't know why I did it. As lazy as you motherfuckers are, but this is something that will never be shut down. We don't ask who you are. Not a name. Not an email. Not an IP address. Nothing. You walk through and you trade openly with another person using smart contracts, which you cannot possibly be screwed by the other person over. That's the beauty. We don't need lawyers anymore. This is my gift. 
And my wa- my wife has one question: uh, Which coin do you see has is the future of blockchain? I don't want to be like shilling, but like I know you were hard on Metadoc, uh, Metadoc or Document. Um, Doc- you were also pushing Beats, which is good for you know that Document is good for people that want to have their own doctors, right? And then Beats Coin also was is helping because I'm a rap artist as well. Helps artists get their money from. Let's not worry about these for now. <laughs> Let's talk about what we need in crypto. We need okay. privacy coins. Yeah, we do. We do. I love Monero, man. I'm a hard Monero supporter. Zcash. Oh, Zcash is the clunkiest thing. Who in the right fucking mind makes a privacy coin that has a public option? What were they smoking? What, what do you think of Mimblewimble? What do you think of Mimblewimble for Litecoin? You know? You know. Anything that's private is in the right direction. Then let's, let's not worry about anything else. Let's yeah. privacy. Let's focus on that. We got to have them, people. We do. Got to use them and stop investing in them. Now, if you want, if you want something, I will give you a very comical. But listen, whacked. W H A C K D. Whacked coin. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Whacked coin. The Epstein token. To unwind the goddamn Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy. I've already named two. And I've asked people, I've given them a week to come up with who gave Epps, who gave um, a Tartaglioni. Yeah, who was, the, who was the main boss? I seen your tweets. Yep, yep, yep. Main boss, fuck that shit. No, we're still way down here. We've got low level people. No, I sense that. Okay, hackers, if you're decent, you tell me who gave Tartaglioni the key to get back into Jeffrey's cell. No, I know the answer. If they don't tell me on Wednesday, I'll reveal it. It's a low level prick and doesn't matter. However, we're going to go up the goddamn chain. Next, yeah. we've got the associate warden at the prison. After, after we, after we reveal the guy who gave Tartaglia the key, we're going to talk about the associate warden, that bitch. Because I hate to use that word, although Janice doesn't mind. She's right here. Um, Thank you, Janice. <laughs> Um, this social warrant deserves the fucking title. And so we're going to wind this. It's going to take months. So this is going to be on the news eventually. The mainstream the mainstream media is not touching this shit. Why? They're terrified. Yeah, they don't want to. Fucking names. Was he killed or not? Yes, let me tell you who did. Mm-hmm. And when? 228 in the morning. And how? And what he did with the body. I've I've revealed all of that shit. Have Have you seen QAnon? Do you look at QAnon at all? Has that ever gone across your reference? I've got my own life. I don't I don't follow anybody. Yeah. All right, John. I know you're busy, man, and I know that Janice. She said she wasn't feeling too well, and I really appreciate all her help. And I know uh, you guys mean the world to me for coming in and and being part of the stream and giving me a part of your life and helping the youth and teaching us that we need to wake up. And that cryptocurrency is the answer, you know. Um, one last thing. Now, you were saying you've you've now flipped the script on. Some people have called it the dickening. No, uh, I don't mean to be rude. Uh, that you time for the, really don't right. Let's do it to, that's yeah, a yeah. long discussion, all right. Yeah, I still think it's going to a million dollars. I in my heart and soul. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly happy with that. Yeah. We'll discuss it next time. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, thank you all so right. much, man. I really appreciate. It. Is there anything I can do for you? Yes, tell all of your listeners to get their ass off the sofa. Stand up and do fucking something. I want to see people goddamn marching in the streets eventually. Hold up a sign. Make a fool of yourself. That's what I do. Only I have done it in a way that has risked 
the life of myself and my wife and sometimes my friends because I have to say it. We are living in a nightmare and you are all slaves. And if you do not wake up to the truth of that, it breaks my heart. It will become and our I, lives. Yeah. John, with thank that, you, thank you so much. Wow. Wow. Uh, a lot to talk about, um, a lot to go over. I don't know how you guys felt about that, but I thought it was amazing, exhilarating. Um, I've been waiting for this day for a long, long time. Um, I can't believe it's here now. Thank you so much for listening to the Crypto Lifer Show. We really appreciate it. And we'll be back with another episode. Stay tuned.